Do you want to learn how to use Instagram stories to increase your sales? If so, stick around because my guest is sharing all about Instagram stories. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Jen Vasquez, a Pinterest marketing strategist who brings in experts on all things marketing subjects so that you can take action and grow your business. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then definitely subscribe so that you're notified every time we release a new interview. Today, I am super excited to be chatting with Letitia Collins. Letitia is a marketing mentor for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to build their business on their own terms. Through the implementation of sustainable marketing strategies, she's here to help you create more time, freedom, and profit in your life and your business. Now that's an intro. <laughs> I love that. Welcome, Letitia. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to dive in. I selfishly always want to learn as well from my guests. So let's just dive right in. Um, I always love to hear origin stories and how people sort of got to where they are. So tell me about your business and how you got started in this business, like what journey you took to get to this business. I honestly never thought that I would be doing anything like this. Um, I kind of fell into it. So I went to uni and I studied journalism. And um, one of our assignments was to start a blog. So I started my blog and that was going really, really well. I started working with brands. I became a content creator. And then when I finished, when I graduated, I was like, I don't want to work in like a typical nine to five. I was like, I don't want to be a journalist at all, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so I actually started my first business as an influencer coach, helping women grow and monetize their Instagrams. Um, I noticed that I was getting a lot of questions about that. So I just thought, let me pursue this. And within a few months of starting that business, I was able to quit my part-time bar job and go full-time as a coach, which was amazing. Um, and slowly it became more than just helping my clients get brand deals and I was actually helping them to create their own offers and services so they could you know like diversify their income and create a sustainable business model and eventually I made the shift over to being a business and marketing mentor and I have been here ever since. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. All right, so let's dive in to the juicy bits. Mm -hmm. uh, why is short form video so important? I think that as consumers, when we are searching for a product or a service to purchase or invest in, we really prioritize connection. If someone feels they have a personal connection to you and to your business, they are far more likely to hire you or purchase your offer than they are to purchase from 
someone who they don't really have a connection with because that that's just the way that we are wired video content in the online space is the closest you can actually come to being in the room with your ideal client they get an insight into who you are as a person they get to see the emotion in your face they get to hear it into in your voice they get to see themselves in you so I think video is such a powerful tool for online business owners. I would agree with you. I feel like um, the content that I put out on social media that gets the most engagement, whether that's not just likes, but like comments and, and everything else, right? Going into the DMs after all that stuff, all really, really comes from those videos. Um, especially the face to camera type videos. So do you have any advice for those who might not be comfortable showing up face to camera and, and how they would go about becoming more comfortable? <laughs> um, it's one of those things where I think the main thing you've got to remember is that you are your own worst critic and you are going to rewatch your own stories or reels like over and over again and you'll analyze yourself and pick at the slightest most minute details that your audience are actually extremely unlikely to even pick up on i think no one pays as much attention to other people's content as they do to their own so it's one of those things where you kind of just got to get started but a couple of tips that i do always give to my clients is to actually show up on video like you are on FaceTime with a friend and just mm. like that it becomes so much more natural because it is like you're actually speaking with your friends and another thing that I still do to this day is when I plan out my main I plan out my main talking points whenever I show up on video I'm never going to just show up and start talking because that is how you ramble and stumble over your words. But if you show up with a pre-planned idea of what you're going to say, it becomes so much easier and you can just get it out. So they're my two top tips. But like I say, like the first step is always the hardest. But once you get over that hurdle and you do it, I guarantee like it's going to become so much easier and you're going to realize like actually you know what like it's not that bad but yeah the only person that's getting in the way is yourself so I think you just have to push through that to see the growth yeah I one one thing that I've recommended to my clients because idea pens are really video short form video on Pinterest and one thing that I started using that was really helpful to be effective and short and to the point is to use a a tool it's basically an app on your phone called Big View B I G V U I'll put the link below and it's a teleprompter so you are face to camera and the words are across the top and so you're able to it feels better to have that to get started showing up on video and then you don't have to use it anymore if you feel comfortable once you start using it so um that i've gotten three people who never showed their face to start showing their face with that and they are now all over their internet <laughs> all over the internet with short form videos now yeah i love that idea i feel like as well most people they'll stray away from video because they're like well I just have to keep on re-recording because I keep forgetting. But if you have that, like a teleprompter or you've got those bullet points, then it's well, so yes. much easier just to, just to show up. 
Exactly correct. Um, how can business owners use Instagram stories? Because actually that's probably another thing. Like people don't want to go all in on reels, but they might show up for 15 seconds on a story. So that might be another tip to showing your face on there is to practice on stories because they go away in 24 hours. Uh, but so how can business owners use Instagram stories to sell every day without coming across as too salesy, which is funny enough, it's the biggest reason why people don't want to show up because they don't want to be salesy. And then, but that's the best way to actually connect with your audience. So what, what can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, you're so right about that. Instagram stories, I think are actually the easiest way for you to actually show up and sell every day without coming across as too salesy like you say the best way to make sales is by talking about your offer every single day and I think the easiest and the most authentic way to do this is through soft selling and for anyone who doesn't know what this means I will just say soft selling is a sales approach that's focused on subtle persuasion and casual language that does create a low pressure sales experience for the prospect. So you can sell your offers every day without annoying your audience. And these can be simple things like sharing your behind the scenes as you're doing client work or mm. as you're creating a new offer. It could be sharing a client case study or a screenshot of a client win. And even recording a quick mini training and using 15, 30 seconds at the end to then direct people to your offer. But I think when we hear the term selling, we often think of hard selling, which is when you're showing up and directly talking about your offer and telling people how to get it, which, yeah, it can be intense if you're doing this every single day. But when you do a mix of the hard selling with the soft selling, it creates a balance and again it allows you to connect with your audience and for them to see your behind the scenes and and i also will say that i think it's really effective um not just in stories, but like in any content that you put out, even on every blog, you should have a call to action for every single one. So even if you post something to Instagram at the very bottom of that content that you're sharing, you should have a call to action. It could be comment with your favorite tip or comment below if you disagree or um, check out my webpage that talks all about this or what have you. Like there should be a call to action on, on everything, I think. Always. And that's one of the things that so many people do forget to do, but it's such a simple thing that doesn't take a second to add that can make the difference between you signing a client and you not signing a client. Yeah, it's it's wildly effective that people are inclined to do what they say to do on social media. It's crazy how effective it could be. Um, what advice do you have on timing and consistency with using stories, because I know myself, but also cl my clients, consistency is hard. It It's just hard. And yet you have to be consistent to have consistent leads coming in, which everybody wants from the work that we're doing. But, you know, what advice do you have on that? <laughs> the thing with Instagram stories is that they are designed to be quite off the cuff. So I think it's quite easy to be consistent with them. But I think a lot of people 
do mistake when it comes to consistency they often think that it's showing up full force every single day which isn't true at all consistency can look like giving a little bit each day or even a few times a week as long as you aren't going full-on ghost mode for weeks at a time yes and the most important thing is that you are just showing up in a way that you're able to commit to and that you're showing up consistently to become part of someone's routine so that they look forward to seeing your content and know that it's coming but then I do recognize that sometimes you're strapped for time or you just forget to post throughout the day. So one thing I've had my clients do if they do struggle with this is to actually batch their stories at the start of their week. And then they set themselves a reminder or if they have a VA, they have their VA post it for them when it comes time. So they have that recorded there. They have it all done for them and they just have to hit, hit post. That's really smart. That's really, really, really smart. Yeah. I didn't think about batching it ahead of time. That's, that's really good. Like I batch everything, but I never thought about batching those ahead of time. And I will say too, like the ghosting part is not as bad as doing 45 stories in a day and then doing nothing like so a lot of times when we're in sales mode or we're launching something we'll put we'll do a ton of stories and we have it all planned out because that's kind of part of our lunch um but then not doing anything for weeks at a time can be very confusing to to potential clients yeah and i do think this is a mistake that a lot of business owners unintentionally make because they do make that effort to show up so hard while they're in a launch and then they finish and they're like okay I need a rest which is absolutely fine you definitely need a rest after a launch but you also need to make sure that you are still nurturing your audience it it will be a different type of content that you're posting when you're in a launch versus when you're in nurture mode and when you're in that nurture mode, it can literally just be showing your behind the scenes, sharing snippets of your life and letting your audience just get to know you. One of my favorite cheats, if you will, when I'm busy or I don't feel like showing up is um, when I'm doing all of my work with like my, like on Zoom with my, my group coaching and all that kind of stuff, I'll set my phone up on a tripod and put it on time-lapse mode where it, when you end up, you capture for like 10 minutes and you'll get like 15 seconds or something. And it just shows whatever. And then you can just put a little bit of, oh, today was awesome and group coaching, blah, blah, blah. Like you don't, it doesn't even have to be face to camera. It it could be an image. It could be just text. Like it could be a variety of things. So you're not having to do face to camera every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard at all. And again, like that is something that you can have, you can batch that ahead of time. So you just have like this bank of content that you can dip into when you need to. Yeah, I do. I create an album on my cell phone that has these fast videos or (laughs) whatever, whatever content I have. And I just have it in account so that when I'm throughout the day, I could just pull from one of those and post it. That's so, so smart. Um, What are three types of Instagram stories that are most successful for engagement? Because we 
you know, engagement is king on Instagram, right? Like Instagram, the algorithm really looks at your engagement to decide who they're sending your content out to. Um, honestly, I think it does depend on the business, but in terms of like hard engagement, I have found that making sure to utilize Instagram's interactive stickers are such a great way to boost Ooh. your engagement. One thing I love to do to give my story views a little boost is to play a fun game because people love games. So something like true or false or this or that. And if you're intentional about how you use these games, you can get a lot out of it in terms of market research or building your authority. I actually had um, a client leading up to a launch and we wanted to give her stories a bit of a boost before she promoted her lead magnet. So we played a game of true or false and we themed all of the questions around that lead magnet. So at the end, she could then present that lead magnet as an opportunity to learn more. And she actually ended up signing a client because of that story sequence. So how smart is that? Very effective. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never thought about that. Ooh, that's everybody listening or watching right now. You need to write that down. Like that's gold. <laughs> it's so good. And again, like these, because so many people are engaging with your stories, it is going to boost your views so much. Like I have doubled my views because of these stories in the past. So they really can do a lot. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that's one. What are the other tips? So that is what I would say in terms of hard engagement. And then also engagement isn't necessarily just people liking your stories and commenting, but the connection that you form with them. So I will always say that storytelling is a great way that you can build connection and start the conversation. So when you share your journey, you're able to humanize yourself and reconnect back with your ideal client who is likely a past version of yourself and also I think just sharing your behind the scenes that would be another type so just sharing what you're getting up to throughout the day snippets of your life your personality it all comes back to that connection and creating that know like and trust factor that's good that's good and what's the third I would have said the behind the scenes would be the third yeah, I, I agree. And behind the scenes, let's be honest, in terms of content creation, behind the scenes can be the simplest, right? I did I did something that had nothing to do with my business, but it likes weirdly really resonated. Um, I just showed little snippets as I'm making homemade sourdough bread. And because I love homemade sourdough bread and I had more people asking for recipes, asking how I have time to make bread in my business, which led to all of the ways that I help my clients. Um, and I, but you, I never would have connected that process with clients. Do you know what I mean? So don't, yeah. don't think it has to be just business all the time. I would imagine. You might not, you might think they don't care, but people are nosy. Like people love to know what you're getting up to. And again, like when you're sharing this, like you are sharing your behind the scenes and people just love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Real people, real, it's authentic, right? It's the most yeah. authentic content for sure. 
Uh, what are three things that have helped you to grow your business? Now, this could be tools, advice, what have you. Um, but what are three things that you really believe helped you grow your business? I mean, the first thing I'm going to say, Instagram stories, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next ones aren't really tools, but I would say just pushing myself out of my comfort mm -hmm. zone and saying yes to opportunities I may have otherwise shied away from. Ooh, um, that is so good. Cause I feel like when we lean into being uncomfortable, at least for me, that's when my business has grown the most. Yeah, definitely. There are so many things that I've done in my business that if you'd have asked me or said that I'd be doing that a few years ago, I'd have been like, no, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and what, and one more. Just always remembering why I started in the first place, especially during those times when it does get tough and you're wondering if it's actually worth it. Just remembering why you started and how far you've come as well. That's amazing. Well, before we get to the gift, if you will, that Leticia is so generously sharing with our listeners, tell everybody about the services that you provide in case anybody that's listening is thinking, oh, I, I need to work with her. I need her help. Um, what are the services that you provide? So right now, the only way I work with my clients one-on-one -on -one is actually through one-on-one -on -one Voxer mentorship, which all takes place in Voxer, which is basically like WhatsApp, but for business. And I love it. It's one of my favorite tools. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And I, I do this because for both me and for my clients, it's a flexible way to work with one another. And we love it because instead of having to commit to like regularly scheduled calls, you can, you have the flexibility to get that feedback and advice whenever you need it it's like having a coach in your back pocket basically so that is how I'm working with my clients at the moment that's really really cool I I also have my clients on Voxer because I feel like whenever you are thinking of something it could be three in the morning it could be whatever time especially with my clients who are not where I live in my time zone right um then they can ask that question and then I will answer it within the next 24 hours to help them on their way. And it's been really effective. So that's a, that's a nice coaching model that is easy for busy people as well as for you as a coach. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing with my business as well is that I really want to support my clients with building a business that revolves around their life rather than the other way around. And with calls it can be difficult if you're busy and you know if you've got a nine to five or if you've got a small child at home and you have to reschedule a call or something comes up at the last minute so just having that freedom to just have the voxer there all the time my that my clients love that so there's a there's a feeling of it being a safety net right it's yeah. it's it is amazing um okay well Letitia has something that can help you all with Instagram. So tell everybody what this challenge is about that you're offering. Yeah, so I have a free five-day challenge called Instagram Stories for Business. So if you want to utilize Instagram Stories to increase your engagement, to build your authority, 
and of course to turn your followers into clients then definitely sign up to that it's basically five days of done for you Instagram story content I'm sorry that's really exciting like I'm literally gonna sign up for it (laughs) (laughs) see the thing with a lot of story challenges or content challenges that I've seen in, in the past is that they're all prompts and it kind of leaves you up to your own devices whereas with the challenge I created I wanted to give fill in the blank style sequences to help you show up every single day and take the fear out of Instagram stories and the worry of what do I say because I'm there to provide you with that and we've seen amazing results from the challenge so far. That is so exciting. I cannot wait to uh, sign up for that. So just as everyone, just as I need to say to everyone, I really appreciate so much that you have taken your time today and shared this valuable advice. Um, What's the best way that people can get into contact with you in case anybody wants to take this conversation further? Yeah, well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing to come on and talk all about video and Instagram stories. Um, you can always connect with me over on Instagram at Marketing with Tish. And I have a podcast as well. It's called the Hair Purpose Podcast, where I share no fluff online marketing advice to help you create more time, freedom and profit in your business. Amazing. I can't wait to check that out as well. Um, if this this message is to all the listeners or watchers out there. Did you find some ideas and tips that you can implement in your business? If so, definitely leave a review because we'd love to get those reviews. Also, I definitely believe that when you get educated on anything, whether it's a podcast or something you sign up for educational wise, that you make a note, one or two action items that you want to take. So take one or two actions from what you heard today. One of those should be signing up for Tisha's challenge um, and put it on your calendar, like put some time on your calendar to really take action on these tips that you have learned. Because when you learn something and you take action, that's when your business grows. Have a great day today. Bye.